churches. It's been wonderful to see what God's doing amongst us and amongst you here. And I want to bring this thing, as Mike said, I, we had a wonderful day in the summer away with your senior leadership team, Anne and I, just serving them, being with them, eating with them, drinking with them, laughing with them. And one of the things we did is just talk about the gift of encouragement and talk about the encouraging one another. So, you know, there's those one another's in Scripture, aren't there? there I don't know how many there are. Different. It depends whether you translate the word exhort uh, in the, quite the same way, but there, there are somewhere between 66 and 100, depending how you count, one another's in Scripture. And do you know what the top one another is? L- love, that's right. Somebody said it. That love, love one another. That comes five times uh, out of the 66. But interestingly enough, when I did my research, I didn't realize this, encourage also comes five times. So it's joint first on the leaderboard. And uh, it's amazing. We don't talk a lot about encouragement. And it's interesting, it's even in the passage that I read over John and Kathy, when it talks about rebuke, it talks about encourage, put courage in, encourage one another. Let me give you what these verses are. So 2 Corinthians 13, verse 11, these are the five different encouragements, encourage one another. Brothers and sisters rejoice. Isn't it interesting how he puts it in the context of a family? Brothers and sisters rejoice, encourage one another. Be of one mind, live in peace, and the God God of love and peace will be with you. 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 18. Therefore encourage one another with these words. In context, it's actually the words about Jesus coming back and us being with him for eternity. It's going to come home to me very recently, it's worth encouraging one another with these words. This life isn't it. We're going to be with him for eternity. 1 Thessalonians 5.11, therefore encourage one another and build one another up, build each other up. In fact, at the root of encouragement is that word to build up. We'll come to it later. Hebrews 3 verse 13. I love this one. This is funny. Encourage one another daily as long as it's called today. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's not, don't procrastinate. It wasn't yesterday's encouragement. It's don't put it off till tomorrow. It's today. Encourage one another daily, today, as long as it's called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We'll come back to that. And then finally, Hebrews 10, verse 25. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing during the pandemic, <laughs> but let us encourage one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching, and the day is the glorious day of Jesus' return. It's interesting how much of this is in the context of a return of the King, of Jesus coming back, and us living in the light of Jesus coming back. And Lord, I just ask you today that you'd help me to be an encouragement to King's Church, and Lord, you'd help us to do what the Bible actually says, that we would encourage one another that encouragement would be at the very heart, the very spirit, the very culture, the very atmosphere. It would be right in the soil of King's Church Darlington that we would grow in encouragement in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the actual word, the Greek word that we have translated encouragement in our New Testament, kind of has a dual meaning. It has two meanings. It has that sense, as I said earlier, of being built up like an edifice rising, putting courage in, putting strength in, strengthening something, building it up. 
but it doesn't stay static. And it's funny, it's one of those Greek words that has an implication of movement. So it's to build you up in order to push you forward, to motivate you forward, to go again. It was interesting, you know, the words you brought again at the end, that green light, go again, go. Come on, heaven says go. Well, that's encouragement. It's to build you up, to push you forward. And it shouldn't surprise us that it's who our God is. This is who God is. God is the God of encouragement. Romans 15, verse 5, May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you a spirit of unity amongst yourself. He gives encouragement because he is the encouraging God. It says in 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 16. I love this because just you're going to notice how Trinitarian this is going to become in a moment. May our Lord Jesus Christ and God our Father... Father and Son, who loved us and by his grace has given us eternal encouragement and good hope. May he encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good word and deed. This is who our God is. He's the encourager. He's the one who wants to put strength into you. He's the one who wants to put courage into you. He's the one who wants to build you up and push you forward in his purposes. And I love, I love it when Jesus in John's gospel uses that very word of the Holy Spirit. This is what it says in John 14, verse 16. And it's translated very differently in different translations. Because the word parakletos, which means to come alongside and to push you forward, can be translated in lots of different ways. I will ask the Father, again, just notice how Trinitarian this is. Jesus says, I will ask the Father. He'll give you another one, just like me. Another, some translations say advocate. Some translations say counselor. Some translations say comforter. But some translations say encourager. I'm going to ask the Father, and he's going to give you another one like me, who's the encourager, and it says, he is going to be your help and with you forever. And the idea of the Spirit comes alongside us, and that's exactly what happened in Acts. In Acts chapter 2, the Spirit came on them, the Spirit suddenly fills them, the Spirit suddenly empowers them, and they have a happy, clappy meeting. Well, yes, they do have a happy, clappy meeting, But the Spirit comes on them, empowers them, and motivates them forward and pushes them out. It was interesting. I think it was Susan brought a prophetic word about John. And and actually, I underlined it as well, this evangelistic edge, that the Spirit coming on us as a people is going to make us more evangelistic. It's going to make us talk more about Jesus. In fact, you may even be a guest here this morning. In In a congregation this size, there'll be one or two guests, visitors. There'll be people here who maybe don't know yet about the risen, glorified, wonderful Jesus. And as you come amongst us, you think, these guys are a bit weird, but there's something special about them. Kind of, what is it about them? Well, we're filled with the spirit of Jesus, and we're being pushed forward into a world to declare his goodness and mercy. It's why we run our food bank. It's why we do all the things that motivate us to bless the world. Yes, we want to just bless people, but in the blessing, Caroline, isn't that right? In the blessing, we want to tell them about Jesus. We want to do both. We want to feed their stomachs and feed their souls. We want them to know Jesus. We want them to know his love and his mercy and his grace. 
That's the spirit that comes alongside us to push us forward, to motivate us forward. So, encouragement is from God, to who God is. It's also a gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, we don't talk a lot about that. We're charismatics, aren't we? We speak in tongues, we prophesy, we pray for the sick, they get healed, we do all sorts of stuff and God does it. But actually, it's fascinating that one of the gifts of the Spirit is actually encouragement. It says in Romans 12, verse 8. If you, and I just, I love, I love Romans 12. It's so funny. Where's John? Are you still here? Yeah. It just says, if your gift is leading, lead. <laughs> so it doesn't give a huge amount of instruction, but just get on with it and do it. And it says, if your gift is encouragement, encourage. Do it. And there will be brothers and sisters amongst us here who just have that gift. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we don't honour it enough. We don't think of it on a par with prophecy. You know, sometimes we overvalue some gifts and undervalue others. We, sometimes we undervalue hospitality. That's a gift of the Spirit. We undervalue serving and mercy ministries. And that's gifts of the Spirit as much as tongues and prophecy and healing. In fact, if you look at the actual definition of what prophecy is, if you get hooked up on prophecy and you want a definition of it, 1 Corinthians 14 verse 3, the one who prophesies, hallelujah, the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging and comforting. So encouragement is right at the heart of the prophetic. Prophets aren't miserable people. Well, maybe they are, I don't know. But then they shouldn't be miserable people who bring miserable words. They should be happy, joyful people who are bringing words that bring strength, encouragement, and comfort to us, who motivate us forward. Now, I mean, just let's just do a, you know, time out, pause, Sela. Who here, now don't, I'm not asking you to say your name here, by the way. Oh, me, me, me. No. Shout out somebody that you think here has the gift of encouragement. Not just, are they you know, nice people? but they actually have a gift of encouragement. They encourage one. Give me some names. Shout them out. Michael, M- Michael and Cooley. Sally. Oh, we're getting, we're getting Sally's up the leaderboard. So, uh, oh, thank you. Bless you. Rosie. Ingrid. Raj. John. It's good, isn't it? So we, we already better identify quite a few brothers and sisters who have the gift, a spiritual gift of encouragement. But let me remind you what we started with and what our text is. Encourage one another. So we could all do it. There might be certain ones of us who excel in it. It might be our spiritual gift. But actually, five times, as much as love, five times the writers in the New Testament say, encourage one another. So I'm going to be really practical this morning. And whatever, Raj, whatever I'm doing at 10 to 12, stop me, all right? Because we, we want 10 minutes of encouragement at the end, just to warn you. And we're going to finish on time because we're British. No, but no, but no because we have children's work and, you know, it's, we want to make sure we do it right. Um, when, do you, when should you encourage people? Let me just give you four very quick ways or times to encourage people. And some of them are so obvious Maybe one or two of them aren't. Number one, when you see obvious gifting in others. So what you've just done there, you've been encouraging by encouraging the encouragers. You've, by shouting out Michael and Rosie and John and Sally, by shouting out right, by shouting out their names, you've just seen obvious gifting and you've called it out. 
But we're British, some of us. If you're not British here, hallelujah, we need you desperately to shake us out of our Britishness. Because, you know, in Britishness, this is what what we'll do. We'll let you know if you're getting it wrong. (laughs) But if you're doing a good job, you know, silence is golden. (laughs) You know, it's like we're... Well, no, we've got to encourage one another. When you see somebody doing something that's obviously their gifting, encourage them. Number two, when other people have been a blessing to you. When somebody's really blessed you by what they've brought, by what they've said, by what they've done, how they live their lives, how they're parenting, how they're organising their family, their business, their marriage, how they're leading worship, how they're preaching, how they're running food bank, how they're doing whatever, whatever, whatever. When they're a blessing to you, Go to them and say, I want to encourage you. I want to say thank you. Well done. Now, you might think this. I don't want them to be big-headed. Listen, that genuinely, genuinely isn't our problem. Our temptation is not to think more of ourselves. Our temptation is generally to think less of ourselves. That's why I think, I still refer to this, that's why I think Paul says in Hebrews 3.13, encourage one another daily as long as it's called today so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. I'll tell you why. It happens to me every time. I mean, I'm now 60 years old. I've been leading, I've been an elder since I was 25. I can't tell you how many preachers I've done. Every single time, every single time, I step out in something, whether it's a preach, a gift of the Spirit, an inco- you know, every time I feel negative about myself afterwards. And Michael, it's just you, Jeremy. You've obviously got psychological problems. I can introduce you to a really good counsellor. <laughs> but it's just true. It's just true. Often, when you come off doing something, the first voice I often hear in the back of my head is not, well done, good and faithful servant, is... Yeah, you really didn't do that very well. That's the enemy. He's a father of lies and he's deceitful. You know what encouragement does? It cuts right through that. It's so important we encourage one another daily so that we might not be hardened by sin's deceitfulness, by the lies of the devil. Number three, when encourage others when they're succeeding. Oh, and by the way, I didn't tell you. Keep your eye on the clock, Raj. 10-2, we're going to stop. Most of you have got some kind of ability to write something down, whether it's a pen or a paper, or most of us these days don't use pen and paper. We do it on our phone or our tablet. Write down a name. Just as I'm speaking, as I'm saying, who's got an obvious gifting? Who's been a blessing to you? Who's succeeding? Write down a name. Because afterwards, at 10-2, the last 10 minutes of this meeting are going to be yours, and I'm going to ask you to rush up onto the stage and encourage some people in the church here specifically. Encourage by name. Encourage them. Say, this blesses me. This. Now, number three then, when people are succeeding. Now, I think we need a new definition of success. Success is not getting it right all the time. Success is stepping out and sometimes falling over. Stepping out and getting it wrong. In fact, one of my favourite scriptures I came across when I was studying this is Proverbs 24, verse 16. And in Proverbs, the writer to the Proverbs, possibly Solomon in this case, always contrasts two things. The stupid man, the foolish man, and the wise man. The righteous man and the ungodly. And he'll say this about the ungodly. He'll say this about the fool. He'll say this about the wise man. He'll say this about the righteous man. So that's the context. Notice what he says here. Proverbs 24, verse 16. 
For even though the righteous man falls seven times, he rises again. Now, what does that mean? It means this. Often we step out in things and fall over. In fact, mostly we step out in things and fall over. You know, Hannah, when she was a little baby, I, you know, we've got grandma here, we've got aunties here, we've got mums and dads here, and I'm stepping on eggshells when, I, when you refer to anyone specifically. But I guess she probably didn't just get, out, get up out of a Moses basket or a cot and walk straight across the room. I mean, she's full, of, she's full of energy now, if you notice her. But I guess she just didn't, I mean, we'd probably think it was a bit creepy, wouldn't we? If a little baby suddenly got up and walked across the room. They don't. Mothers, you know, I well, shouldn't, shouldn't blame mother, but, you know, somebody responsible kind of stands them up when they're kind of getting this low centre of gravity and, you know, and then what happens? Falls over. Oh, wonderful. She took her first step. No, she didn't. She fell over. <laughs> but very quickly, she learns to put her foot out and she will take her first step. But it's mum and dad's and, and family's praise and encouragement that goes, well done. Well done, do it again. Look, she took her, she said her first word. Yeah, no, she didn't. She said blah, 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 blah. You know, but it's the encouragement that will bring it through to do that. The righteous ones, and these are not evil people, the righteous ones are like little children. We fall over lots. And seven, if, in, if you do a study on seven in the Bible, it doesn't mean six plus one usually. It means keep doing it. The righteous one keeps falling over. I mean, I make more messes than most of you. I make more slip-ups. I make more leadership mistakes than most of you, but I get up and keep going and hopefully learn from them. The righteous man falls over seven times, yet rises again. Come on, some of you need to rise again. Some of you have made a few mistakes and you're carrying some shame and some guilt. You've messed up and sometimes the body of Christ hasn't been a blessing to you. It's gone, tut, tut, you've fallen over. No, we need to pick you up and go, go again. It's green light, go again. Come on, go in these spiritual gifts. It's interesting encouragement. It's interesting what it does. Keep your eye on the clock, five minutes. It's interesting what encouragement does. It does something in your brain. Neuroscientists, I read an article actually, a friend of mine in Canada, uh, Andrew, Andrew Fountain, you'll know him, uh, gave me an article because he heard me talk on encouragement. He said, I've come across this article by a guy called Dr. David Rook, who's a leading neuroscientist. And he's not a Christian, but he's done research on the power of words to the mind and to your well-being. And they've wired people up to machines and spoken negative words to them and seen the negative effects. But they've wired people up to machines and spoken encouragement to them and they've seen effects in their body, positive effects. Areas of the brain that have lit up, that normally only light up when they're doing illicit drugs or some weird stuff. It's like, oh, this is, this is doing some good to these people. And this is what he said in his report, in his, in his paper. Encouragement makes us stand a little taller and feel the, world, feel the world is a better place. It can be the highlight of a person's whole year if you encourage them. And then this is, I love what he says here as a, as a non-Christian neuroscience doctor. Given how good it feels and the fact that it is legal, ethical, and has no unintended side effects, you'd think people would do a lot more of it. Yes, you jolly well would. Right, last point. On time, nearly. Last point. Encourage others when they're going through difficulties. I can't tell you this last two or three weeks, what a blessing it's been for friends, 
just to text me, Mike, Phil, they've both done it, just to encourage me, hey, I know you're going through difficulty. Just friends around you is such a blessing. Encourage one another when we're going through difficulty. 1 Thessalonians 5, 14, we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle. That's the kind of thing, John, we were saying. Yeah, give them some corrections, some rebuke. Warn those who are idle and disruptive, but encourage the disheartened, the weak. Be patient with everyone. Come and encourage. When people are in trouble, when people are in difficulty, when people are going through it, because of our cultural insensitivity, we tend to say nothing. No, say something. Encourage them. Bless them. I came across this in another article. A word of encouragement during a failure is worth more than an hour of praise after success. And the Entrepreneur magazine that I don't subscribe to, but I did look it up, says this. Encouragement sounds to us like a small thing, cute and cuddly, the sort of thing you do with timid kittens. Oh, there, there. But encouragement isn't cute. It's powerful. When you encourage somebody, you're instilling courage in them. So I want to encourage you, brothers and sisters, now, in this last 10 minutes, anyone here who you think has obvious gifting, anyone you think here has been a particular blessing, a specific blessing to you, and name the blessing, Anyone here that you think is succeeding, and succeeding can be falling over and getting up again. And lastly, and this is a bit more sensitive, and we have to be careful with it, but we still need to do it. Anyone who is going through difficulty that just needs that provocation, just needs that strengthening, just needs that push forward from God to say, we want to encourage you. So, on time? Raj tells me it's time. Well, one minute to go. Nobody ever minds Leadership Lesson 101, nobody ever minds finishing a meeting early or a preach ending early. No one's ever criticised me for finishing too early. I'll take that minute. So, Mike's got the mic. So, could you please come and encourage one another? I'm going to shut up because I don't want to do this. I want you to do it and model it to one another. Hopefully, you'll pick it up and model it in your small groups, in your lifestyles, in your amongst the food bank as you come and go. So, come on. You have to do it. People have to make a cue. And they have to name people. Go. Susan, I'd like to encourage you. Thank you for your word this morning. And you're a ray of sunshine for me, especially each and every time you get up to speak. I want to encourage Jill. Um, She really blessed me with her preach. And I think she's amazing. He's going to hate that I did this, but Nathan, um, he was working last night, and he came here at 4.30 in the morning, and he's in the back making sure that the sound sounds great. So, Nathan, you're doing awesome. I'm proud of you, dude, and it's a blessing that you're my brother-in-law. Um, I just want to encourage, I know Sally doesn't like this, but Phil and Sally, they are, <laughs> they, we were a mess when we came here, I don't know how many years ago, and Phil and Sally were our rock, and I uh, just want to thank them. I want to encourage AC, you've had a very, very difficult year, and you're doing a great job bringing up Jacob as a single dad, and we love you.
Uh, the person that I want to encourage isn't here, but she's going to listen to the podcast. And it's Linda Plows. And she encouraged many of us um, to make a Christmas cake last year, but she also encouraged us to make and decorate the beautiful cake that we had for our 30th anniversary. So keep on, Lindy, you're doing a great job. Amen. I want to um, encourage Ken and Louise Snyder. Um, A couple of weeks ago, I mean, we'd had a really, really busy month this month, and we were just sat contemplating the month, and there was a knock at the door, and Ken and Louise came and gifted us with a beautiful plant and a bottle of wine for Phil. And it was just such a blessing, and I just want to encourage them for who they are and for their standing in God. Amen. There's plenty more time, by the way, so please come and queue up. This is your, this is your moment. Come and, come and put into practice what we've just heard. Hi, I'd like to encourage Sabara this morning. It, she just, oh, just, just brings sunshine to the day. She's had such, such a difficult, difficult time and continuing her and her family. But to see her here and to see her come and be faithful is so encouraging. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I want to encourage Caroline and also Gary. Um, you might not see uh, Gary as much as Caroline, but I see him and God sees him and lots of people see him. Uh, he works a lot in the background, but he's, he's always there, you know, collecting um, the vital supplies and everything. Also, the heart is not just to give food, but to give God's heart and um, their desire, you know, for Alpha Course, different things. And a word that just came to me for you, Caroline, is from Joshua. Um, have I not commanded you? God has commanded you, be bold and courageous, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go, whether you're in the food bank, on the streets, wherever. God's with you, he's underpinning you, so just go for it. Yeah, I also want to thank Caroline for everything that she's doing and give her encouragement. Um, a little over two years ago, I came to the food bank the first time I painted King's Church, got completely lost, and Caroline was the one who prayed for me. Not only did I get lost from there, I got lost from God for quite a while, and the light had gone out. I can now safely say the light has got, gone. I may have lost everything, but thanks to Caroline and all of the team in the food bank, and in fact, all of King's Church, I've started making small steps and I am on the road to recovery. Thank you. I want to encourage the whole church for starters just to, we came here at a difficult time and you were all so welcoming and like a family that we feel at home. But I want to encourage Rosie for stepping out in a supermarket in Middlesbrough and just honouring God and being there on a day that I was really low and questioning why. She just spoke to me and lifted me and found out that we came to the same church. (laughs) And for yourself, Mike, because you do so much. And again, on another low day, your call meant everything to me. Thank you. Um, I don't know if she's here today. Um, Margaret Wade encourages me. For years, you know, we've worked together in different meetings and um, 
just the fact that she would pray for you and give, she's just warm hearted yeah, and she would draw your heart and encourage you and even just her, her very presence encourages me. She's been on the road a long time and she has, she's been up and down with her ailments but still strong in the Lord and loves Jesus passionately and, and she talks about other people, she, she feels encouraged and yeah, Maureen Phillips encourages me that she's been up and down herself with her, you know, supporting her family and her, and her husband. And um, just her, her, her heart that is sensitive to the Holy Spirit and can speak a word when you don't always want to hear the word, but it's a, a right word from the Lord and you can receive it because of her personality and her character. For Susan Walker, there's lots of people, there's Susan Walker who gives a word when I think, oh, crumbs, you know, she's the only one giving one or something. And, I, and she's still there, keeping on, keeping on and encouraging the body. And, and as a woman sometimes, I think, you know, a lot of... It's easy for men, I think, to speak more common, but for women to get up, sometimes it's very difficult, and I don't, even, I don't like it. But when I see Sue, Susan coming up, <laughs> Sue coming up and giving a word, and I think it's, she's an encouragement to me, often, many times, and privately, people come to me and speak words of encouragement. Ingrid spoke, prayed over me the other week, and I was so touched, and because she said, I haven't got much to say, I just want to pray, and she was a very simple prayer, but I felt the presence of God so strong. I would just want to say thank you, Ingrid, and others. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I want to encourage the whole Nigerian community, um, and especially, yeah, yeah, especially the students, because I know some persons they came in this September and they are trying to settle in into this school and Darlington, and it's not been easy far away from home trying to settle in terms of the food and everything. I want to encourage them that we are here and the King's Church loves them. Are we the black Nigerian community loves you our way? You are not alone. So anything you need, you can just come to us. We can as well help each other. Thank you very much. I've got a few on my list, so I'm going to intersperse them between these guys. So uh, Tony and Joy, I want to thank, thank you. You encourage me. And to be honest, you've been a constant support to me. And, you know in my day-to-day -day job. So thank you, because you do so much. So, um, I wanted to encourage um, Zoe and Davey. I don't know whether they're in here or whether they're out with the kids, because they do so much um, for the kids and the youth, but also for our small group. They lead it um, so wisely and um, get us talking about all sorts of interesting and difficult topics. And it's been a real um, privilege, um, and it's been amazing to be part of that with them leading. So, yeah. Amen. Amen. Right. I also want to thank Sabera uh, for helping encourage our Iranian community. You might think you're going to some of those groups and thinking, uh, where is she? I can't. There she is, yes. You might think you're coming to the group and receiving, but actually you are giving out so much. Mushtaba and Lou are really grateful for you. And I also want to thank everybody, Mike and Jen as well, for helping us host devoted leaders here. That is such a good thing for so many people who come. It's a real encouragement to be here. And I know it's not easy, so well done. I just wanted to encourage Zoe as well. Um, she is 
one of the most thoughtful people that I've ever known. And those moments where you're having a tough time, she'll just send a card or a little gift, so thoughtful. But also she has organized Victory's baby shower and she does so much in the background that people don't realize, but she is like super thoughtful. So she, she isn't hearing this, but she will hear it again later. But she is, yeah, we're just so grateful for how thoughtful she is and blessing so many people. I just want to thank everybody in this church for all the support they've given me over the, while I've been a member of this church because I've been really, there's been times when I felt really, really low. And last Sunday, unfortunately, I lost a very good friend. I lost a very good friend. And if it hadn't been for Tony and Chris in this church, I don't know where I would have been today. But thank you very much, both of you. David, you're next on my list. Um, I want to thank you for your friendship and for your heart for worship. This is you and Bayer, actually. I, I, I mean this more to Bayer than I do to you. Uh, I want to thank you. You're a real encouragement to me all the time. Every time I see you, I feel encouraged. And you text me this week, and it was the most lovely text I got all week, so thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I want to encourage Brandon and Ellen, because I know... They've been through a lot in the past few months, and like my, my heart is for you guys, and like I hope everything will turn out well. Um, and I want to be thankful for the band and everyone involved in worship, like the commitments, the energy. Like it's it's a joy to be part of it, and like to build together. And I know sometimes starts are slow, or like it takes a bit of time to get used to it. But it's just it's just great to have so many talented and passionate people in, involved. So yeah, it's great. Okay, we've got time for these last ones, okay? Hi, um, I just want to encourage Mrs. Um, Rosiji Bukola. She's been an inspiration to me um, since I moved into Darlington. To be honest, I actually was revisiting my choice of moving to Darlington when I came in here in February this year. But she's been so amazing and to put the ice into the cake. Um, she works in the same place as I do, which was really encouraging for me um, when I was struggling to like um, incorporate with the, the change in you know, working situations and the way the culture is here is different from where I was in Boston. So she was, she was a star. Thank you, Rosiji. I don't know if she's in here or she's gone already, but thank you. I want to encourage you as well, Rosalind. You got the best hair in church. It's amazing. I love it. I want to encourage people to be themselves because King's accepted me for who I am. And that is really, really special because some churches expect you to do this, expect you to do that. Sometimes when I think I've got nothing to give, other people come and encourage me. But it's okay if I don't have something to give. If I can't do something, I can't teach or I can't do something, that's okay with people. Thank heaven, because that helps you not to feel guilty. So please be yourselves. I want to encourage all the beautiful people seated here. Um, I want to encourage everyone that has lost someone. It's extremely very difficult. Um, I've lost my wife as well. It's, uh, it was a year on the 17th. 
and it's amazing to come in here and see beautiful people makes you feel home um, and I want to thank everyone in here God bless you all I want to encourage Mike and I want to encourage Phil um, I must say something about Phil I'm always looking forward to when we have our coffee dates Phil has taken me to some of the most posh places I've ever been. <laughs> it just pulls over in front of my house and says, Baba, get in. And it takes me to somewhere new every time we have coffee dates. God bless you, Phil. And Sally, thank you for allowing him to take me. <laughs> um, also, I want to encourage um, Zoe um, for looking after my girls. Um, she's been amazing. Above all, I thank everybody. I encourage you all. God bless you. Ruth? Hello. Um, there's obviously a number of people in this church who um, I could encourage. And I really appreciate all the different talents and gifts that people have been given. And I just wanted to mention Charlotte because she's a real encourager. And um, she does it very quietly, but everyone she meets, she does encourage. And I know a lot of you encourage in different ways, and I really appreciate um, all that you do. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, just a quick one sort of thing. I want to encourage uh, Mike, and I want to encourage David. I know all this wonderful thing you do at the frontier sort of thing, that, that's great, and it's encouraging the whole church, and that's brilliant. Okay, maybe the choice in footballs, never mind. But for someone who's sort of sitting in the back there sort of doing, you know, sound monkey sort of things and doing little bits of pieces here and there sort of thing, the little words now and again, that means a lot to me sort of thing. So I thank you for that. Both of you. Okay, I'm going to do a couple more, and then we're going to pray together. Uh, Chris and Ingrid, I want to thank you for your willingness to serve when nobody else is looking, and how you care for people. Um, I want to thank you for your willingness just to be open and in uh, towards me. Uh, Liam, you will hate this, but I appreciate your friendship and your cool stories. You've always got great stories for me. Um, and Charlotte, you encourage the socks out of me, because when I see you with your hands in, in the air worshipping, uh, it just it it just does something to me. I just I love that God is working in the new generation. So um, anyway, let's stand and let's pray.